911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, the cause of death is listed as homicide. Welcome. Yo. This is the Tales from the Hot Mess Moms. How are you doing today? Doing great. Two of the Hot Mess Moms. Yes. Coming at you again. Amanda and April here. Just yes. hanging out on a beautiful sunny morning. Oh my gosh. It's yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous. gorgeous day outside. It's really gorgeous down here all day. Every day. Lately. But some places uh, are still cold, I guess, where you live. Where other people right. live. They got snow. And shitty weather. Back east. Hey, you got snow. You probably should move. I'm just kidding. 95 <laughs> degrees all week. And it's my favorite thing about Southern Utah. I do not have to have snow in my life ever again. It's so exciting. I kind of, I mean, I'm weird about snow. I don't mind. I'm like, if it's going to be cold, it might as well snow. If oh. it's like bitter ass cold and there's no snow. Yeah, no, for sure. We do get the the ice coldness here. And I agree. But then again, I'm like, I'm so over. I don't play in snow anymore. I'm over it. But then I feel bad because I'm like, my six-year-old probably would like to know what snow is and play in snow as a kid. But oh, well. Yeah, he can do cool. it as an adult if he didn't fulfill his childhood dreams. Of snow. <laughs> Just like we all do. You know, some of those things we never got to enjoy. Right. <laughs> Just exactly. try him out as a kid or as an adult. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. All right. Well, I wanted to, I'm giving you a serial killer story today. Dope. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with Ed Kemper? Yes. I know that he's one of the many, many, um, I yeah, I think I think so I know. He is, is he a cannibal one? Um, he did a lot of things. Did a lot of things. Okay, okay. But he is the serial killer that the FBI pretty much studied, and he was very willing to talk to authorities and tell them why he did the things that he did and how he did the things that he mm-hmm. did. But like, and like talking about his upbringing, like. He is one of the serial killers that help write the book of serial killer yeah, 101. I think t- yeah, because like- I think Ted Bundy originally got the idea going because he wasn't very – he talked in such third person about his crimes and stuff. They weren't able to get a lot, but they started seeing – I think that's what started sparking the serial – killer but yes. then ed kemper and I mean, there might have been a couple ed, others ed, ed was before bundy i'm pretty no sure. i know but i think there's a couple others that then elaborated and then yes. they were able to go back and research them and like study them themselves because ted bundy they weren't able to like go into depths he just i think brought the idea and the tension to serial killer well, uh, something i thought there was something with see, that too but for, maybe not and for me with ed's story yeah i feel like a lot of the reason he turned out the way he did is um, that whole nurture over nature kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He was, we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll, yeah. No, definitely. Tell let's me. Jump into it. Definitely. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm sure yeah, so he's a gruesome one. If I remember his name right. is Edmund Ed Kemper. The third, he was born December 18th of 1948. Um, he grew up in what I would call like a hostile and traumatic, toxic upbringing. His dad served time in World War II. Hmm. So, you know, growing up, he heard war stories and Mm -hmm. 
of all the God known things that were done in war. And, and I'm sure, you his, know, back then it was not like yeah. it is nowadays. And his dad probably wasn't, you know. Well, and when he came back, he was a very timid man. He ended mm-hmm. up being an electrician, but his mother oh. was a very domineering woman. Mm. She controlled everything and she was a raging alcoholic. So we have mommy issues. Oh, yes. Or like, a, mommy, a mommy problem from beginning. I mean, like so. growing up, she felt that Ed was going to molest his sisters. She just felt like that's what he was going to do. So she probably was or something in If life. his dad showed him any kind of affection or attention, she worried that he was going to turn out to be gay. Okay. He was going to be one of those fruity boys, like the boy down the street. So she's just a thing. fucking psycho. Crazy. So she made him sleep in the basement. She would lock him in the basement so that he wouldn't be near his sisters in hopes that he wouldn't molest them. And I really feel like by doing that and putting him in that environment and creating that Ooh, environment, yeah. that's why he was like, well, fuck, if that's what you think I'm going to do, well, that's what I'm going to do. And at a young age, you're going to start wondering, what is molesting? What is this stuff you're talking why about? Why do I have to sleep oh, in wait, the basement? Oh, wait, molesting means you touch other people? Well, why is that bad? Oh, maybe I like, like, then they start thinking about this shit exactly. and you're keeping them... To themselves, confined, whatever the word is I'm looking for. Like when you, when you, yeah. Anyways, I can't think of the right word. When you put people, that kind of control where you're able to distance them from people. You kind of like play the situation to the course you're not wanting. Yeah. she Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's exactly what you do. Yeah. And then like you, that. yeah. And then you, you put them away from people. You can neglect them. And anyways, keep like, going on. I it's feel abuse, like there but. is a very good chance he would have turned out to be a normal freaking person had he had a normal childhood. Like, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, Maybe, what is maybe. normal? He might but, have, he might know. have already had the brain of a you know. No, I oh, I that really one didn't don't either. Think, you okay, think this so, is all in by? Okay, I can't yeah, wait to hear um, that. Then. Uh, so when he, Ed was a teenager, his mom finally got sick of his dad. She was kind of like you know she preferred his job when he was in the war. Yeah, now giving her the money. Now that he's an electrician, it's just not well. It's not attractive anymore. Kind of uh, thing. Like being that war fighter was like mm. what nailed it for. Her. Now he's an electrician. Whatever. So she moves Ed and his two sisters to Montana, mm. where now he's got this, but he's for sure got no intervention from dad. Yeah, and he's, he's had no relationship with his sisters their whole life because um, well, well, I mean a little bit, but because he mom got to play controlled. with them and mm. he got to hang out with them. But like, but it's still not the same. His favorite game as a child was gas chamber. He liked to cut the dolls off his sister's doll, the heads off his sister's dolls. So this started young. This started yes. as a young age, and I really feel but... like it had a lot to do. He killed the family cats and would give them funerals. It would be a part of the game. Um, he probably had a little something messed up in his brain he to begin found... with. But then you're not nurtured, right? And it's going yes. to explode. I it. feel like if yes. you're not nurtured, yes, but that that part been. plays out. But if you were nurtured, it would you... be almost covered. It would be buried. It would. Oh yeah, no, it might it, not come a, out. It's a healing thing, and I think a lot of people that could have turned out to be killers or monsters. Might did never did because of environment. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Okay. So, um, she, his mother would belittle him, would bully him, would talk down to him. He wasn't going to be good enough. It was just so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ed was fourteen, he finally got sick of it and he ran away. He decided to go back to California to find his dad. He wanted to be with his dad. When he finds dad. Dad has a whole new life, whole new mm-hmm. wife, whole new kids, mm-hmm. the whole kit and caboodle. But feeling bad for Ed, he decides, 
well, we'll send you with grandparents. So he's now with Edmund the first, you know, because mm. this is Edmund the third. Mm-hmm. So dad's dad. Um, yes, yes. Dad's parents. Dad's, dad's parents. parents. Um, in Northern California, Norfolk, California, um, on a farm. Mm. So now, now he's in a home where it's isolated. Mm. And he's by himself. Grandpa's with a timid man. And grandma turns out to be no different. Than his own mom, mom, even though it's not even the mom's parents. His grandma really felt like by having him there, she could pretty much just like rewire him to be the way that, you know, you have to get up and help with the animals in the morning. You have to get your chores done before you can do things. Exactly. Like, we're going to make you a man. Mm -hmm. Um, His grandfather bought him a gun and she would be like, well, don't go out and shoot any birds. So what did he do? He'd go out and shoot the birds. So there was always like a contention Mm -hmm. of his rebellion. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I get it when you run away at 14 from, and you travel across age. the country at a young age. Like, you don't want to be told what to do. Yeah, and even since a kid, you've been told you don't do this, so I'm going to put you in the basement. Just in case so you don't do this, I'm going to put you over here. It's the same repeating pattern. Yeah. So here's your gun for you, but don't be going out and doing this. With That's it. exactly this is what it's... He's ex- forever going to live his life that way. You tell exactly. me don't, I'm going to do exactly what you just said. Uh, well, and I again, that really helps. That develops yeah. a person. Like, oh, he's already about fucked at this point. Oh, it's already yeah. over. Yeah. It's already over. For sure. So, um, I mean, things for Ed, clearly, he was a big guy. Yeah. Uh, both his parents were over six foot tall. Damn. So at, you know, 14, the kid's Probably almost already six, six foot. feet. Foot. Yeah, like, absolutely. As of right now, Ed is six foot nine and 300 pounds. Six foot nine? Yeah, that's a Whoa, big boy. Oh, that's a big that's dude. That's a Big and three hundred just so imagine a six foot nine grown ass man is probably like six foot something. In, oh as yeah, a so Rex is eighteen. He's six two, almost six two, right under six two. Yeah, so crazy. So he's still gonna yeah. hit, he'll hit. Six, you could be four, six, six foot. Five. You could be six foot at fourteen. <laughs> easy. Yes, but that's you know and he's a very big big kid. That's huge. Like Jimmy's six foot in middle twos, and I think about him against me. But having somebody even taller and even more weight, holy shit, that's scary. Right? Oh. Okay. So it is August 27th, 1964. Ed's grandfather had left the farm to go run errands and do some things. So he's still a town. teenager at this point? Uh, let's see. Well, he's still living there, but. Yes. So let's see. 48. Wait, 48's when he's born? Yeah, he was born in 48 and we're talking 64. Oh, so he's like, eight, he's like 18? 14. 14. 14. Oh, he's still 14 at this point. Okay. So he's 14. Yes. Um, Grandpa leaves, sorry. Grandpa leaves the farm, running errands. He decides he's going to go out and do something. And his grandmother told him she couldn't. he couldn't take his gun. So he went and got his gun, and he shot her <laughs> and stabbed her. Oh, so he just – well, he lost it on that like, last I one. I just wanted – I mean, he's, he's already killing animals. Oh, yeah. Birds, cats. Um, he's, by this time he's fantasizing about killing his mom. He feels like this is all his mom's fault, which mm-hmm. same, same facts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you. Yep. And then his grandmother is the same way, you know? So yep. he's been bounced from house to house where he's, he's belittled, he's talked down to, he's, you know, not treated with the respect and love that his other siblings are getting. So he shot her. But then the problem was, is he had a really good relationship with his grandpa. Mm. 
Mm. And his grandpa starts to come home. And he's kind of like, oh, shit. I don't want grandpa to find his, find out his wife died. Because he killed her. He, yes, yeah, he shot he's her. killed her. Stabbed her to he death, yeah. Stabbed her, shot her multiple times. Like, it was a gruesome scene. So he shot his grandpa. Oh, damn. And hid the body. Mm. He didn't want to tell his grandpa that his wife was dead. But then what does he do? He calls his mother and he confesses everything. And she's like, um, you need to turn yourself in. Yeah. You need to turn yourself in. Which, same. And he did. He literally called the police and said, hey, you know, yeah, I just shot my grandma. I shot my grandpa. This is where I'm at. Because, like, he realized he couldn't even leave the farm. No, he's only 14. He's got nothing. Like, he's got no way of leaving the farm. He's got to call the cops and tell them. Yeah. Well, and at this time, I mean, we're talking 1964. Yeah. This is back... You know, they kicked him to juvenile court because he was a child. Oh, yeah. Oh, juvenile yeah. Juvenile court's like, we can't even. Mm. So they sent him into adult court. Adult court doesn't know what to, Nobody could really in the justice system could wrap their head around the fact that this child, like, shot his grandma, shot his grandpa. Well, and, like, stabbed his grandma, too, though. And, and like, stabbed went his way grandpa. more than just a but, shot. But, like, when he explained why he did it, he did it in such a way that, like, to him, it was rational. Oh, yeah. Well, she was doing this. She was saying this. Like, I just needed it to be done. And 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 so matter-of-factly. Yeah. So they decide that Ed would best be, he would be best sent to a state mental health facility, mm-hmm. a maximum, maximum security health facility for an indefinite time. They're not saying how long. Yeah. I mean, the psychologist is trying to diagnose him as being schizophrenic. With all these other mental oh, health issues, they're gonna throw the list out was because so he murdered long. his grandparents. Well, <laughs> so he goes to this mental health facility and they give him an IQ test. Do you know what his first IQ test score was? I feel like, oh God, I feel like for him it's gonna be really, really low. No, but he's is in it the, the opposite? It's the he's opposite. practically he's really a fucking, fucking genius. genius. He is like a genius. He's able to explain why he's done the things that he's done in such a rational way. That some of like them even geniuses. doctors' minds are blown. Yeah. Like I mean, they while serving time in the mental health facility, they're like clearly, you know, like he's smart. He's smart as a whip. So they start having him help with the interviews. He ended up giving psychological tests to fellow inmates because he was like taking these tests and beating them and answering all these questions. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's now telling the doctors, this is what you should be asking. This is what you should be doing. Mm. So it already kind of started with him Well, that, saying things. And you know what I mean? So now teaching. he starts using his time to, you know, he's running errands for the doctors. He's got a lot of privileges. Mm. He starts to read. He's not supposed to read the files, but he does. And so... He goes through and he goes through and he's finally getting them to not diagnose him as a schizophrenia because he showed no signs of schizophrenia. Oh, yeah. They're no thro- delusions. They're, they're no throwing whatever out. Yeah. You know, um, he's able to get it to where they diagnose him with like some passive aggressive. Disorder, I'm sure. Yes. Something super like, but he shot his grandma and grandpa like. But I'm sure it came out like, oh, neglected, not with his parents, his mom, his family, his lifestyle. Yeah, look like, at his upbringing. Like it was, this is how his mom mm-hmm. was. Like, you know, it's 
it's it was no a, wonder it was a, he turned out yeah. this way kind of thing. He was almost abused and mentally abused. So now we realize that it was only that one time thing and he's not blah, blah, blah. Yep. Okay. So now we're going seven years later. Ed okay. is 21. It is 1961. Um, doctors think that he's good to join the world, but they don't think he should be around his mom. Due to the history and the upbringing, he should be released somewhere else. I know they released him to his mother. Well, he's not going to have you anywhere know, else to go. I mean, his dad. Why couldn't well, his I don't dad? think his, his, I guarantee his dad said, fuck you. You just killed my parents kind yeah. of thing. Uh, oh, think? yeah. Oh, I'm sure. He's think. like, I sent you to my parents and you killed them. So I'm not, I, he probably doesn't even talk. He probably never talked to him again. I don't know. I didn't even Yeah, I bet that. you it just went straight to mommy and mommy's the only one there for him. Exactly. So now Ed's 21. He's going against doctor's orders and he moves in with his mother to Santa Cruz, California. Um, I love Santa Cruz, California. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we just shout out to the boardwalk real quick? Um, so he starts attending community college. He takes some classes. He gets, you know, his mom is able to get him a pass to get on campus. And, you know, is seemingly so. It seems like he's like, really rehabilitated. Um, he tried to get a job as a state trooper. His, mm. They told him no based off his size. Like, they didn't he was even... too big? He's too big. I mean, I get there's good, much... Six foot nine and 300 yeah. pounds. They're like, but sorry, like... Maybe not as a trooper, but they're probably like, can you be, like, I don't know. <laughs> Something. Yeah, so, I mean, then he gets a job for the uh, Department of transportation yeah and there was an accident and he got hurt oh um they compensated and they gave him like 15 grand which back then that was a lot of mm -hmm. money mm -hmm. and so now he's just spends his time doing whatever popping them pills around, making that money that he got from out. his accident this is also back then when hitchhiking was a very real and okay thing to do everybody did it oh, it was like, like normal 50s or starting it was like out, oh we're going yeah. somewhere let's go stick out our thumbs and call it good like and 60s and 70s became the it's funny it became the most time where people started love and freedom and loving each other you know what i mean and like all this stuff but at the same time it's like when serial killers started going fucking nuts god right and not just on hitchhikers just the fact that there's so many people that were kind of blinded it by this love easy. and happiness and drugs and they're going out and and all the sex workers i mean all all you hear about all these they started they started basically 60s and 70s i swear you know most well, of that, that and let's be real hitchhikers prostitutes that's what i mean addicts, it was way more than they yeah. were the easy targets mm. because nobody's looking for mm -hmm. them nobody's missing them nobody knew that thing. that lifestyle was what it was it was exactly. just fun exactly okay and free. um this, this is where it really just exploded. So let's start with Ed Spree. On May 7th of 1972, he picked up hitchhikers Marianne and Anita. And I'm not going to say their last names because I'm most definitely going to butcher them. Yeah. Um, they were both 18 years old. It was the finding of Marianne's skull that really started off this panic in Santa mm. Cruz back then of, okay, female co-eds from the university are going missing. Mm. They're being reported missing. They're... And like in twos. And now like, we're... Well, sometimes in twos. Oh. So 
Um, Ed would take these women and he would kill them. He would take wrap them in blankets and bring them home where he had roommates. Did he? How did he kill every way? Um, Strangle, stabbing, shooting them with a gun. Um, he was he a sexual predator? Yes, he okay. liked to have sex with their dead bodies. So after. not so, so he necrophilia. Didn't rape, he didn't rape them. Um, you know, in some of them, it sounded like that's probably how it started. started and then he kills them and then he and finishes. Then he, yes, gotcha. exactly. So he was into necrophilia. He was into cannibalism. So he was into, okay. He would dismember their bodies and then just go. Just toss them in different places as he drove. Spread them around. Mm-hmm. That's why you, you found know? her skull randomly by herself probably. Um, so Marianne's dismembered body was found slowly but surely in pieces over time and Mm. they never did find Anita's body. Mm. Okay, then, so that was May 7th of 72. Now we're into September of 72. He killed an Aikyo. Her name is A-I-K-O. A-I? A-I-K-O. That's one of those weird ones. Yeah. Aikyo or something. That's what we're going to call her today. She was 15 years old. He strangled her left her in the trunk of his car and would like look at her every once in a while and then took her into his apartment and dismembered her body they never did find her body um they know most of this stuff because of him right yes in the long run yes he has always always a 100 percent accepted responsibility for the things that he's done and been honest and been open and talked about these things once he's been caught like mary was the the thing that got him caught, right? Let or me tell no. you, okay. this man, okay, we'll okay. get to, I'll get to that because that's what really blows my mind about him. Um, so then we're getting into January 8th of 73. So okay. we're talking like every couple Barely, of months. Yeah. He killed Cindy Stahl. She was 19 years old. Um, shot her with his new gun. Hmm. Like He had to test that bad boy out, I'm sure, when he got it. And then February 5th of 73, he killed Rosalind Thorpe. So now he's getting like even closer. It's not even, it's barely a month in between. The first time it was like four or five months. Now you're another three months, four yes. months. Now and you're now, a month. Yes. So um, on the 5th of February of 73, he killed Rosalind Thorpe and Alice Liu. Um, Rosalind Two. was 23 and Alice was 21. Now in my research for this, so apparently when he picked them up, he was trying to do that is a way to tell himself that he could stop. Like he knew what he was doing was wrong. So he picked up these girls and they were like, this is where I got to go. And I was like, and he like takes them out there and he's like, if they go the other way, I'll just be able to drop them off. But if they need to go this way, I'm going to be able to do this. Like they're pretty much taking me to where I would have killed them anyway. Oh, I was going to say, is he basically testing himself? Is he actually going to kill them or not? I'm trying not to do this. I'm so if this happens, they'll probably survive. But if this is the direction, then I have to kill This is how it's going to go. Exactly. But he always to himself blamed his mom. He knew his mom was to blame for this. He felt like it was because of her. So, I mean, when he killed these two girls, I've I've heard in an interview, he was just like, that's when I knew I needed to kill my mom. So, so that was February 5th. Because he knows that that's his demon. He knows that the demon is his mom and he knows when it's going to come out. He's so rational in his own brain because he's so fucking smart that he's able to like know his body like, hey. 
I know that I can be a normal person and do this, but I also know that my demon comes out and I will kill people. Exactly. And I know it will happen. And I, I, but and he, and he goes with it because he's gonna, he's just gonna be that. He's so rational with it. He's gonna do what he's gonna do. It's yes. crazy. So on February, on April twentieth of nineteen seventy-two. Okay. Or 73. 70, 73. We're yeah. Seventy-three. Couple months later. Okay. Um. He killed his mother <laughs> and one of her friends. So we're talking 10 people. Yeah. He's now killed 10 people. Did he do then the same thing? Like murdered, Shot, stabbed, 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 dismembered? Necrophilia, so many things. Even to his own mom? Uh, you or... know, I couldn't find an exact if he did perform sexual acts on his dead mother's body. But he did that with everybody, but so you never from know. from the sounds of everybody else, yes. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... As odd as it is to say, I feel like he probably did because think, it was his yeah. probably, it was his last final didn't. fuck he you. He probably did to the friend, but he probably annihilated her. Yeah, like it was probably the last A final very hate, you. hate. Yeah, okay. Like I hate you. Do you know how he caught? caught? <laughs> he called the cops again and turned himself in. Okay, I was going to say, was he That's the one? That's what he does. Okay, so this is the thing. So when he was denied to be a state trooper. After he killed her and her friend, he was, then he, he called. Felt, he was good? Oh. He fled and called from Colorado okay. and told them what happened. Okay. Now, this is the thing about it, is when Ed tried to be a state trooper and he was denied based off his size, um, they never really got into his background or his history. Like, so they didn't know what he had done to his grandparents at that time. They were just like, bro, big. you exceed yeah. the physical requirements instead, for this instead job. Instead of like looking into everything and then going, oh shit, we found a guy who's applying for a state trooper who no. has this juvenile history. Something's wrong here. Like we, so, yeah. Anyway. Yes, so now he's denied for this, but he starts hanging out at this bar where all the cops hang out. Mm. So he actually becomes really good friends with these cops. Mm. So like, I mean, they would talk with him and bounce ideas off all these missing girls because simultaneously at the same time when he went on his killing spree, there was another man in Santa Cruz who was also killing people. Like he killed a priest. He killed- Was Ted Bundy yet? I I think Ted Bundy was like 76. No. Anyway, so so he- Okay, okay. This guy, he was- this is where like this is where like Ed was hearing about things okay it's because the cops would be talking about okay we have all these missing people then we're finding dismembered bodies these missing college students dismembered bodies that are all you know seemingly as it appears to be kind of neat cases Mm -hmm. everything's done neat then they've got this string of murders that are very sloppy like this homeless man killed a beat the hell out of a priest um Totally annihilated two. He like killed eight people in one day. A priest? No, this oh. guy, this oh. homeless oh, this man, other, killed oh. eight people in one day because he killed two families. Oh my god! On the same day, beat the hell out of the priest. Like so, at the time in Santa Cruz, there were missing girls, dismembered bodies yeah. being found, bloodied ass murders. There were some that were super neat. They were very clearly organized and meticulous. And then there was very sloppily and hastily yeah. done and this guy was also trying to dismember body it was just it was insane yeah so these cops are talking with their big buddy ed who they described as the gentle giant mm-hmm. and you know bouncing ideas off so i mean essentially if you think about it he's one step ahead oh always because he knows. knows what they're thinking about so he calls the police department 
from Pueblo, Colorado after killing his mom and her friend and says, I just want to let you know this is what I did. And they didn't believe him. <laughs> so they, like so he had to call back. He called again and was like, I'm being for fucking times. serious. He ended up asking for an officer he who knew. he was familiar with and was just like, listen to what I did and started giving him particulars of the case that only the killer yeah. would have known. And they were like, oh, shit. Mind blown. They were like, what the? F-? So they trace the call. They get authorities to arrest him in Pueblo. Like, he comes in. He's very cooperative. He's willing to talk about everything, give all the details. He'll take you to where he, you can find the bodies if mm-hmm. possible. Like, just, he turned himself in. He's one of those serial, Twice. Like, Twice. Think about yeah. it. He called the police when he shot his mom. Yeah. Um. The second time they tested his IQ, he scored at a 145. Oh, yeah. He's just getting smarter as he gets older. 0.025% of the population that will ever score that high. Yep. Um, And to think, and to think his mother could have nurtured like an actual mother and you would have had a fucking genius on your hands. Oh, my God. God only fucking knows knows what he would have accomplished in this life. Exactly. But- I get the chills. Because you're a great, right? Right? Like, but because, so. So much wasted He still probably like. could have. So this is how I, I feel at. He has such a high IQ and such a smart brain. It's not, it's not the other fucked up version where most serial killers are born without parts of their brain that don't work. He's got all of it and high extremes of it. So and he's so rational so about everything. That when you're born with that, okay. And that can immediately be affected by nurturing. So it's not, yeah, I don't think he was necessarily born with a serial killer brain, but when you're born with that type of brain and then you have somebody who nurtures you, nature nurtures you into becoming this person. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's exactly well, cause he probably because he probably only killed cats and animals because he's pissed off at his mother. Exactly. He has these bouts come up because she of his says, mother. I'm going to do it. I might as well do it. Yes. Kind of and then his grandma just fell right in place, shooting the birds, all of it. So it's probably like he didn't really have that in him to begin with. Well, like this hateful. He's, he just he's such a genius. He's able I mean. to rationalize yeah. everything in such a logical and then way. He realized that it's like, that how do you argue with him? The only way was to kill his mom so that his mom couldn't haunt him anymore exactly which he probably then went shit i probably could have done that a long time ago but he but but he doesn't he just goes with what happens and how his body is and how his body reacts and what his brain thinks and he moves and then that was it he didn't need to do anymore he knew that he was satisfied and that that was what killed the demon that would no longer come up see yeah he felt like if he killed his mom that you know he would be able to stop which probably wouldn't i bet you if he didn't turn himself in he would have continued because I think at that yes. point, it's after just in mother, you. After his mother, after his mom. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, well. He rationalized he killing wouldn't, her. Yeah, but he wouldn't have had, I mean, he wouldn't have not called the cops. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he if he would have not called the cops, he would have just gone and killed her and then went off and killed a lot of other people. But yeah, as soon as he went, wait, my mom's the one that's fucking creating this. I don't know. I think this. there's a possibility that he would have stopped. Just stopped, even if he didn't With turn himself. With his mom not around Maybe. to belittle him and put him down. He probably would have never had the idea to do it to her, and he would have just kept killing, honestly. Well, we know. So he, it's pretty, he pretty crazy. He's Well, and he's he's still alive. He's still in prison? He still gives regular interviews. Like He is the strange person one. that the FBI used to model like, okay, are you a, the, are you a serial killer checklist? 
Yeah. Did you do this and as a child? I read. Did you wet your bed? Did you kill animals? Yeah. Did you do this? Did you do... Yep, 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 yep. You're probably a serial So this killer. was 73. Yeah, so Ted Bundy started the summer of 74. So Ed, Ed opened the doorways to all this. So it wasn't. And then I think when Ted Bundy started happening, they were able to use what they've learned From to catch Ed. him. So that makes sense. Okay. They've consulted That's what it was. Then. Ed yeah, so on they consulted situations, him. on yeah. cases where it's like. And then they were able what? to name Ted Bundy as like an actual serial killer. He was the one who was able to go, okay, what you're yes, going to have the is name a very highly intelligent student. Da 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 this, da 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 that. Like. And Ted fell into all those categories. So, I, I mean, Crazy. I feel like it's kind of sad that, I mean, that this kid had this shitty-ass upbringing yeah. that turned him into this insane serial killer. This is why you But don't. he's actually now used his intelligence yeah. and his smarts and his genius. Because he is a freaking genius. Let's be real Stop here. having babies if you don't want to have babies, Kate. Stop raising human beings to be productive members of society if you can't fucking do it. Right? Like, if you can't raise a human to be a product, don't do it. No. Because then you're going to raise serial killers, and you're really raising rapists, and you're raising murderers, and you know what? We just need way less of those in this world. If you can't love your children, please don't Because you know what? They're not going to murder you. I mean, they might eventually, but it doesn't work out the way it's supposed to. So just just, just stop it. They're just going to murder other people, and it's not fair. (laughs) So stop it. Stop neglecting your children. They they won't kill you. They're just going to wreak havoc on society. Well, yeah, no, I, I always forget because I know Ed Gein is like the nipple belt. Oh my god, and all I the love other stuff. That so story. when you said this, I was like, I know it's not Gain, and I know Gain has a lot more, but I thought, I thought, I didn't, I, I don't think I knew Ed this about Kemper. Kemper. Yeah, Kemper was dubbed the co-ed killer. Okay, that's what his name was. Okay, he was the co-ed killer. But okay. like, I mean, I feel like he's played a lot of, he's played a huge role in. The oh, true if they crime didn't, world if they don't have him in learning about serial killers yeah. and how their brains work and how their minds work and how they do things. Like if he wouldn't have turned himself in, it would not have had the serial killer yet. Ted Bundy would have started the next year. It ne- it would have been this. It's it crazy. Might it's have crazy hit. to think that because right. he turned himself in, that's all stemmed from all of that. Well, and he's also been like whenever he's been in jail or his mental health facility, he has been described as a. Model, model, yeah, freaking prisoner. Like, he's currently serving that one's eight flat life sentences. Out nurturing made you a killer, but then once, once, yes. once he's over that and he has come over his trauma, got rid of her. He was like moved, I'm, moved forward. It's let's nothing. do this it's, for good. He can. Yes. He's just a good person, you know, because he probably was like that to begin with, and he would have probably always been a model citizen and, and been really guy good at what he did. And Absolutely, really smart and a genius because of the probably abuse went off to get and ten neglect. to college degrees yep. and crazy shit. Well, and that, and it was like he was sm- so smart. He's got this genius IQ level. He's got this pass to the college. He's able to be like, oh, you're going to this place? Like, totally. I go to school there too. Or da da da. Like, he was able to use, manipulate to get these people to go with him. Mm-hmm. And he realized it was just so easy for him that mm-hmm. he knew he needed to be stopped because he might just keep doing it. Yeah. That's so crazy. Fun little serial killer yeah, story. Yeah, I like for that. You. One. I like. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I dig it. I don't that know one was why. a good one. I mean, I don't feel like serial killers need notoriety, but I really, truly no, feel like but this guy yeah. has made his mark into helping us fight or we need that to, kind of injustice. And we need to talk about these kinds because you hear about all the fucked up, be aware. torturous, 
you know, most serial killers are the same. They they are just disgusting and evil. But this is a very interesting and different one, even though he did kill people. And he but he was did, such a genius. And he was a serial killer. Yeah, the way it all spanned out and ended and everything. Like, this is a story we want. Yeah, you want to have these fun ones or these interesting different ones all, every once in a while. Because we've them, heard all the gross, gruesome ones. Aware. And you'll hear more of it. But that's awesome. That's cool. I dig it. That was good. All right. All right. Well, it's been a wonderful day. Yes, it we has. We'll see you next time. Yeah. yeah. And have a great week. Find us on social medias. Follow us on Spotify or iTunes. Leave us a review if you'd like. Yeah. And just, just be happy. Be Give happy. Us some be beautiful. Back. Tell us what you want to hear and have an amazing, beautiful day. Bye. Bye.